Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. Where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. But most importantly, we're here to have a dang good time. That's right. Go ahead and go to contentsprofit.com and join the community. That's right. Yeah. Fancy, what are we talking about today? I found the headline. We are talking about the three hidden types of interview podcast and i'm i'm doing air, air quotes, quotes air when quotes. i say interview yeah uh, because there's a, a sneak a sneaky one coming to you <laughs> right there um but before we start do we have a sponsor today absolutely guys if you want consistent daily content if you want consistent daily content just send us a quick dm there's a few frameworks out there but content momentum is the best for you oh baby we strive for better we strive for better every single day so if you want to slide into the dms oh so gonna be so good that is right and if you want to hear the golden boulders the daily nuggets golden the daily golden boulders that are shared in all the social media make sure you follow us at this roscoe on facebook on instagram that's right I like this, Fonzie. What's we, up? We, How you switch, doing? we switch roles on this one. It was interesting. It, I, I feel like I was working the other side of my brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know, kinda, it, it's kind of like you were when working you the to, other. You were working the other side of the cheat sheet. It's kind of like when you try to brush your teeth with your left hand, with your non-dominant hand. I challenge you to do that. It's very awkward. I'm really good at both hands. Okay. <laughs> Brushing my teeth. That, that okay. is. Wow, Fonz. Okay. I, I don't know what you're thinking about. Hey, hey. Uh, okay. Well, tell me. I, I'm very interested. What are these three secret types of interviews, right? Yes. Uh, maybe a little bit of context. A little bit of context, right? So, podcasting, first of all, it is growing in popularity. A lot of businesses are like, okay, I want to start my own podcast. And the the biggest perception out there is that you start a, a podcast to build a audience, first of mm-hmm. all, right? Mm-hmm. What some people call uh, demand generation. So, and, so a lot of people are like, okay, I want to go into this game of podcasting with the mindset of I'm going to build a huge audience. And guess what? Can that happen? Yes, absolutely true. But that is a long-term game. And the episodes for that mainly are thought leadership, right? Like you expressing your own opinions, your own yeah. lessons, knowledge, etc. Now, you can do that through interviews as well, but this is where the first golden nugget comes in. Doing the interviews is more about a game of building a relationship with your guest, whether he can turn into a future customer, future partner, right? Or just somebody that might refer you upon you in the right direction, right? Yeah. And building the audience is more like a collateral benefit of that now when we're talking about doing these interviews and i'm doing air quotes right now we can present them in three different ways right and i'm gonna mention them quickly and then we can go one by one but actually i'm gonna mention one and then we'll we'll break that one down the first one and most common one is no hold on hold on before before you go into that okay i I want to have a quick quick comment (laughs) um you know, this has been a topic that's like pretty obviously personal to, to us. And, and I think like me personally, too, because we take pride in the process and the things that we do. And, you know, we go always go back and see, is this really working? Like, right. And, uh, you know, I, I'm the advocate of like, we got to really focus on what the positives are. Right. Like, and, and there's been in times in the business where um, we the perception is that it's not 
that positive, right? And we always look back and be like, okay, what is the impact? What is the thing? What is like, what's happening in real business? What's the money coming in? Like, do we have a team? Do we don't have a team? Like what's mm-hmm. happening in their lives, right? Like, and those, these things that kind of feed off and, and continue to move, right? And it's like, okay, all of that builds on like, how can we endure longer to make sure this happens, right? Because uh, one thing that we've said, it was like with all the interviews that we've had and the people and the content that we consume and the mentors that we follow and the mentors that work with us, right? A lot of it is like how actually, like how long can you endure and yeah. continue to learn and improve, right? And with publishing, it's the same thing. So, you know, we recently had some conversations where, uh, you know, we've received feedback from like starting like episode one hundred, mm-hmm. right? Like or something like that, where people are like, "Hey, we want to list, we want to hear more of you guys." Like, what is what's your thought process? What are your opinions on different things? Whether that's content, whether that's business, right? That's why you're listening to this episode today, or <laughs> yeah. is it maybe because we just didn't land the guest for today? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We did make a, a commitment, right? Is in the yeah. is in our Notion page where you know every Monday, Friday we do guests, and Wednesdays we do solo episodes, and we we're gonna stick with that, right? And and I think it's good. It's a good format. Also, it gets us in this mindset of like, okay, what are the ideas that we're testing? What is the things that's happening behind the scenes in the business? And, and you know, we'll, we'll figure out, right? Like we've had over 200 interviews. I think the process there we're very comfortable with. Now we got to figure out like our solo flow, what's that's going to look like. Now, with that said, even though we had that feedback, right? And the show puts us in a position of, I guess, you know, I'm doing air quotation here, authority, right? Uh, when a show is interview-based, the perception is that the people hosting the show are normally asking those questions. Yeah, hence, they're below. below the guest, right? Our approach from the very beginning has been to be in the same at the same level of that guest and yeah. have a conversation become back peers. and forth, become peers, right? And uh, there's some people that we brought in that might be like way too big, right? So it might be a little bit of different, but in yeah. a general sense, I feel like we are there now. Yeah. Uh, quick anecdote here: if you go back to I think it's around episode 40 where we interviewed Todd Brown, <laughs> yeah. you can definitely tell we were trying to be his peers. But me personally, it was very challenging because I was calling him Mr. Todd, right? So <laughs> Mr. Todd, yeah. obviously when you're putting somebody, I'm not saying not to give respect to that person, right? But when you call him Mr. Todd, it's like, hey, I'm putting you in this pedestal <laughs> right now and we're going to chat about you, it. So you, no, it, does, it doesn't matter how much you try to make it an actual conversation and, and, and look at it as peer to peer. By me calling him Mr. Todd, it seems already that we are either diminishing a little bit of our authority or just putting him up on a pedestal, right? Yeah, and uh, you were two minutes away from calling him Grandpa Todd. But <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa Todd, what? what, what? <laughs> I mean, I the, the beard, who knows? Uh, anyway. <laughs> like, I'm so confused right now. Anyways, uh, okay, so here's the deal, right? We received some feedback, right? It's like, hey, more of you guys authority and we're like okay we have to explain why we're no, not doing mainly solo episodes right like the podcast has become such an important part of our business and revenue relationship driven kind of tool right that we use for a lot of leverage that that's why the interviews continue to happen and i'm doing interviews and we might have to find a different, a different conversations. conversations right the conversations yeah. continue to happen because the objective is not to grow an audience right and that's the thing that i think that's the first mistake a lot of people make is like i'm gonna start this podcast to grow an audience and then they publish seven episodes and there's nobody listening there's no audience there's and they get no discouraged. audience and then that's it and that's why 90 percent of podcasts fail after episode number seven right so mm-hmm. people are like okay how do you guys continue to go how do you guys are in today for example episode 236 well it's because what we're about to share yeah it's because of those conversations that we're having right so mm-hmm. going back to those 
three different types of hidden interviews, right? Let's start with the bottom one. We kind of share a little bit about it, which is the host positioning himself under the guest in the level of authority, right? That means you've heard it. It's just podcasts that they just share question after question after question, right? So, oh, how do you acquire your customers? And then how do you increase your average uh, card value? For example, right? It is very direct question after question, no reflections in between. The host is not sharing any stories. Is The host is actually delivering very little value yeah. to the listener. Instead, the guest, by answering those questions, is the one delivering all the yeah. value. So that is like the most common um, form of yeah. interview podcasts that's out there. Yeah, a, a quick recap on that, and then we can move to number two. But it's like a lot of people start there, right? Because... Uh, they might not have fully expertise on the topic that they might be talking, right? And they're taking on that role of the reporter. So they yeah. go out after these people of influence, right? And then just because it could be many reasons, it could be like, uh, you know, imposter syndrome or like, I don't know enough or I really, I'm, I'm like, I'm really curious. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day, it's like, what is your individual objective for your show, your platform, your content creation side of things? And if your objective is to actually share the expertise of others, great, because you're providing a great asset also for that person. Yeah. But at the same time, we ha you have to be aware of, Okay, if I want to build that authority as well, that might not be the best route. Yeah, and you know, we can add a little spice to the context here and say that this is a little bit more specific to B2B people, Thank right? You. If you're in the B2B space, right, and your your idea, your goal is to land new accounts, new customers, right? Those new clients. If you are positioning yourself under the people that you're bringing in your in your podcast and say those people that you're bringing are the ones that you want to do business with, they need to see you as the connoisseur, right? They need to see you as an authority as well yeah. and not just as somebody that is asking them questions. So that's number one mistake. And again, it doesn't mean that it's a wrong way of doing things, mm -hmm. right? It's a total valid way of doing things, but you need to ask, is this the thing that, bring, that has the more upside for my business and yeah. for my goals, right? The answer in there, personally, we believe it's a clear no. Then comes the second level, which is you positioning yourself as a peer of the guest, right? The host becomes a friend of the guest, and now you're not having an interview. It might look in a way because, yeah, you need to ask questions back and forth to keep the conversation going. Yeah. But that's a key word, conversation. It's more of a conversational yeah. type podcast. Now, this is where we fall into we try to become friends with every single guest. I think we do a pretty good job, right? If you catch the last episode, we were cracking up, cracking jokes. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And at the same time, we are not afraid of sharing our own opinions, our own stories, our yeah. own frameworks or teachings, right? What we've learned, what we have discovered through our own process. And I think that is key right there. Also, don't be afraid to have different opinions than your guest. That will make for a better conversation, yeah. your guest is actually, as long as you do it respectfully, your guest is going to be thankful because that's going to give for a better discussion, better conversation. Yeah. Now, don't look to have separate, different opinions, you know, just on <laughs> purpose to yeah. do this. Uh, when you actually have a belief that is different, you can say so. Yeah. And it's just going to enrich the conversation, giving value to both the audience and your guest. And then it's going to posi position you in a way that you can move that conversation beyond the podcast. Yeah. 
Keep in mind, right, like, um, if you are in the podcasting circuit, right, you're active and you're consistently publishing and you are those, uh, you are having these conversations with other creators, just keep in mind, like, they probably answer the same questions over and over and over mm -hmm. again, right? It normally is about the backstory and uh, the highlights of their lives, right? Whatever is showcased on their social media or on and on their website so it's like okay you as a show you as a platform you as as also that figure of authority why will what will be different yeah. for them right for us there's different elements right it's the fact that we go live it's the fact that we have music it's the fact that how we introduce people is the fact that it's just two of us it's right it's the fact that we have bad jokes and sexy it's, accents that's that too <laughs> right uh epic beards on Fonzie's side like all these things like play a role in mm -hmm. that experience for the guest so guess what those are all little things that will add up to build a great relationship because they will remember for sure the two yeah. Luis's brothers, right? So again, we understand that, you know, we have some of those assets, but everybody can design those assets yeah. and, ma and making sure that you can create that experience for that guest or that person that's having that conversation with yeah. you. Yeah, your experience, your personality, and the way you frame your show, your podcast can be your unique value proposition for that one guest, right? And now... Going back to the context of B2B and asking, is this for me, this conversation, right? Well, if you're looking to build strong relationships with, you know, accounts that you're looking to close, mm. this is for you. Because guess what? You can, this actually gives you permission to move the conversation beyond the podcast, right? And Absolutely. I'm about to drop a huge golden boulder right now so Ooh, embrace yourself put, put put a helmet on your head right now tell me tell me more this is what we do exactly after we're done with a conversation boom, boom, boom. first we listen to them right and throughout the conversation we we notice right oh they have a need for these or oh they have expertise on this field they actually fit the profile of either a customer a partner mm. or Maybe they know people in their network that we could potentially, you know, get to know as well. Mm -hmm. So after the show, we tell them, hey, we noticed that you share X, Y, and C while we were talking. And we don't know if this is for you, but this is what we do. And we tell them real quick in a sentence or two, what is it that we do as a business? And then we ask a magic question. Would you like to learn more about it? Right? Would you mind if we share the behind the scenes with you? And guess what? Since you build that relationship, you have rapport with that guest because you had trust and comfort throughout your whole conversation, they're going to say, yes. Fonzie. I wouldn't mind. Do you have your so. helmet on? I, dude, yes, I have it on. Oh, boom. Oh. Got them all the time. Thank you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it's funny because, uh, you know, we've we've discovered this by accident. And then yeah. we, we, we did read a book that, that helped transition on, on that conversation. But um, you'll be surprised. Most people are like, yeah, absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. And then obviously is the art of following up and making sure that that happens. But yeah. the first yes happens because after that relationship that we build, after sharing opinions, after establishing yourself as a figure of authority in the topic that you have, that follow up questions can be great. And again, this can be used for not only for sales, but to build that relationship, whether that's like, we, you know, we, we share the example of our cousin, right? With being an actor and trying to figure this out. That's an excellent segue of like, hey, can I show you my work, for example? right yeah. he's selling himself to be in a movie so it can be implemented in in literally every every niche and the feedback has been incredible to the point that we jump on calls right and people are like i i i tested this with uh reem we love reem oh my gosh <laughs> uh and and i asked her i'm like hey reem by the way 
how did the process feel, right? And she's like, I honestly did not feel like you were selling me at all, right? And I'm like, well, this is great feedback, right? We're gonna <laughs> continue to do it. And it's because it happens in a very natural way. And just like Fonzie said, we're looking for those cues. I'm like, okay, these people, right, for example, are looking for X, Y, Z on content. Well, we can fulfill that. Mm-hmm. So we make a mental note, we write it down, right? And we make sure that we address that, right? Because it's something that they share, right? So yeah. on your field, on your conversation, start looking for this. Maybe we can ask some questions that can be really useful for the audience, but at the same time, sorry, Siri, but also at the same time, you can identify those points where you can actually make that transition smoother because by you providing that service, Service, you're actually adding value to that person that you're having the conversation with. Wow. Think, Hold yeah, on. I know. I know the golden boulder right there. Oh, the, on fire. This, this segment was pure fire. Now to go, we, we, we are about to close this down, but we're going to just briefly explain the last one, the third hidden interview doing air quotes uh, <laughs> type, of, the type of podcast, right? And it is you positioning yourself above the guest right and and why would you do such thing well this is mainly if you are looking to get again customers out of these conversations so you're not going to go target tony robbins right you're not going to try to bring tony robbins to the show and try to you know alpha male him or alpha women him i don't know and (laughs) and position yourself above tony robbins and asking questions you know and try to make him all vulnerable and whatnot that is not the, the the way to do this right in here you find somebody you identify somebody that might have the need for what you offer and fits the profile of your perfect customer and maybe they don't have the level of influence in the marketplace right to be your top pod, your top guest but they have the knowledge to come in on your show as well so you invite them over and when you talk to them now this is the key instead of asking them questions about what have they done, right? Because that would put them in a position of sharing their knowledge, sharing their expertise, which is valuable. You still, you want to position yourself again above them. So you ask them questions about their future, about where are you going? Mm. What are the challenges that you're going through right now that are avoid that, that are not helping you go towards your goal? And guess what? It's, it looks very similar to an actual sales call. You're trying to figure out the gap of where they are right now or where they want to be. And first of all, this can bring lots of value for the listener, right? Because they're like, wow, look at this person that is in in, in this level. They're trying to go up there. But also this gives you the opportunity to now listen and say, wow, you're trying to go here guess what? I have this framework. I have this story that can help you, right? Take a step forward towards that goal. So now you're positioning yourself a little bit above the guest. And then at the end of the show, you need to transition that conversation further, yeah. right? Personally, we love the the conversation type one, the second that, that, we, that we shared. That's the one that we do the most. And I think that one works best for bigger accounts, right? Yeah. People that are maybe influentially bigger than you. The third type, this last one that we just talked about is for, again, people that fit the profile for your customer, but maybe influentially in the marketplace, they're not as high 
as a yeah. a dream 100 clan yeah. if we want to put it that way i love this right because we can put the people in, in in different buckets right and you can frame the conversation that was one of the things that we struggle a lot at the very beginning mm-hmm. because we're trying to figure out what is the working framework that for us for our show how can we stay consistent and just now just before coming to the the studio i was actually in a coffee shop getting fancy his coffee good good brother mm-hmm. and um, you know one of the baristas there has a son and and he's going to film school right yeah. and she's like mm-hmm. obviously film school and the, the whole industry has shifted a lot through covid and they know what we do right and she's like hey is it okay like if he comes in and, and you guys chat a little bit about this and and we continue to talk and uh, and he's a creator, right? It's like okay, I start asking some questions, and he edits, and he edits audio, and all this, and he's going to like very expensive fitness uh, uh, film school. And in my head, I'm like, mm, you know, like if he has these basic skills, not not basic, but like these skills, he can actually go out to the world and go and and and, and start working with somebody, right? Because what you need to do now as a content creator, right? And as a business owner that creates content, right? Because we understand that now every single company has to have a media arm. Like you have to go hand in hand, right? You need to put in the reps. And by by those reps, if you're an individual, that will become an asset for you to then go find opportunities, right? For your business, that will become an asset that naturally, naturally is gonna create the lead gen, right? On one side, because that's built over time, right? And there's all the resources that we can plug in to speed up that process. But at first, right, you can use these two, the the two, the top two uh, interview types to continue and grow the business directly, right? Yeah. And imagine if you do this like two, three, four times a week, right? If you have a process, if you have that framework that allows you to create this frictionless, you're gonna have three, four really, really good opportunities per week. Where it's like, it's somebody that's warm, that knows you, that built a relationship with you, and it could you know, spin off on other things. It, uh, to wrap up, right? In our own case, like what has happened? What are some of the opportunities that happened? Well, guess what? We got invited to MC, a three-day event in Montana, right? I mean, all, 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 of our, all of our clients have come through all our the clients show. Have come through the show. Partnerships come through the show. We are able to serve and connect people because we might not be able to serve somebody at some level, but then we know somebody that does. Yep. That creates a, a ton of value. We're still top of mind. And then when they talk about content, profit, podcasting, video production, they call us. So yeah. there's very specific cases like that's a, a that I think that's a homework that I have to do. It's like going through these things. Okay, out of these interviews. What has generated not just money wise, but opportunity wise, right? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like though we have to put ourselves in those opportunities. Going back to your term of the extrovert, right? Not only the pieces of content that go out every single day, right? We talked about the safety yeah. net, but also the opportunities that we're proactively looking for. And the platform like this with the two, top two interview types, whoo, yeah, so I mean, good. This connects perfectly to proactive content at the end of the day, right? A lot of I would argue that most content that is put out there is is, is shared with the mindset and mentality of, oh, I'm going to put it out there and then the audience is going to find me. You go and find the audience at first, right? You might not be talking to 100 people, you, but you might be talking to one right person that might be right for your business and for you to do business with. So be proactive. If you are starting a podcast or if you already have a podcast and you're, you're having guests over, Ask yourself, how am I positioning myself? Am I positioning myself under them as a peer or above them? Obviously, it depends on your goal as a business, on your goal as an individual, on how you want to present yourself and how you want to present your podcast. But we want to invite you, right? We want to challenge you maybe if you are positioning yourself under the guest. What about you start having more conversations and sharing your expertise as well?
Yeah. All right. Shameless plug, right? If you are doing this and you want to create more of that safety net content, build your report, build your leverage, grab some of those assets and send it to your guests as a point of contact on the mm -hmm. sales pipeline. We talk about sales pipeline content, right? Let us know. This is what we do. We're happy to help. We're happy to hop on a quick call and see how we can help in any way. If you're a fit, great. If you're not fit, great as well. Hopefully we can help you and serve you and so on. So yeah, let's connect. Um, just go into the DMs at Co on Facebook, on Instagram, or just look for Luis Camejo and connect with either of us on or, LinkedIn. Orange pictures, beautiful faces. Uh, <laughs> mine's more beautiful than Fonzie. Uh, Fonzie, anything else you want to add? No, I think this was a great episode. This is actually really Hashtag good. Hashtag fast and furiousing. Yeah. And and it was absolutely amazing. Awesome. I loved it. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite podcasting platform and at Biz Bros Co. That is right. And if today's episode helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with three friends. And, and don't forget to leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.